بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم وصلى الله على النبي الأمي برحمتك يا أرحم الراحمين الحمد لله when the people of Medina Munawwara came to meet Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam in the 12th year after Hijrah and they accepted Islam and they made a request O Nabi of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam send your sahaba to teach us Allah's Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam sent two sahaba radiyallahu anhum to the Medinan community to make the effort of deen they spent the 12th year from the 12th year Dhul Hijjah till the 13th year Dhul Hijjah where the efforts were profound after the year had elapsed they had returned with amazing report backs in regards to their efforts but among this delegation of 12 there were two who were so attached to the nabi of allah sallallahu alaihi wasallam that they actually said o nabi of allah we are staying with you we go where you go hazrat dakwan bin abdul qais radiyallahu anhu and hazrat abbas bin ubada bin nadla radiyallahu anhu Now these two sahaba amongst the sahaba are known as muhajirin and ansar in our discussion today i would like us to analyze a very great sahabi hazrat amr bin jamuh radiyallahu anhu and hazrat hind binti amr radiyallahu anha analyze this couple what i want us to see and take note of is look at the wisdom of amr bin jamuh but despite that what he would do in the days of jahiliyyah and how effort was made on him and he really did change we have relatives we have friends we have associates we have family who do worship idols besides allah subhanahu wa ta'ala we have to take pity on them and we learn from the sahaba radiyallahu anhum how through sahaba's efforts people changed we can't expect a person to change overnight but sometimes a person is inspired by one thing and then another and then another and then we make dua for them and allah will give them hidayah and remember there were those who made efforts on our forefathers and this is the beauty of deen when we win the people over to deen we have no ulterior motive we want nothing from them we want salvation for them we want betterment for them we want peace and contentment for them So we learn this from the lives of the Sahaba radiyallahu anhum. Allah give us tawfiq to fulfill this duty and responsibility that we care for humanity and take pity on humanity and fulfill our duty. So we learn from here for any relationship to be maintained effort and time is needed. Just as well with our relationship with our maker with our Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. This what salah is to take out time for Allah to communicate with Allah to build an, an attachment with our deeds that are pleasing to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. This is why these two among the others took out extra time to spend more time in suitable company, in appropriate company, in the best company, the company of the beloved of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. That extra time is very, very special. Allah give us tawfiq to take out extra time for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and extra time to value our relationships with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's creation, our children, our families. and we need to water these relationships with effort with sincerity with loyalty with commitment and seeking allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's assistance all the time that's how beautiful our deen is our rights that of allah the rights of allah that we have to aspire to fulfill and the rights of our fellow creation that is also a duty upon every muslim
May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala help us all to fulfill hukuk, the rights. So let's go back to where we were previously when we were discussing Hazrat Afra radiallahu anha and we were discussing her children who were participants in Badr and amongst her children, the three who ended off the greatest pharaoh of this ummah, Mu'adh and Mu'awwad radiallahu anhumah, the sons of Afra and their friend Hazrat Mu'adh bin Amr bin Jamuh radiallahu anhum. Then we were mentioning his mother, like we learned about Afra and we are still discussing her life. Mu'adh bin Amr bin Jamuh radiallahu anhu's mother is none other than Hind, Hind bint Amr radiallahu anha. What a relationship she shared with her children. Her children would always join Hazrat Mus'ab bin Umair radiallahu anhu. We just mentioned Hazrat Mus'ab bin Umair radiallahu anhu went one year teaching deen in Medina Manuwara with Hazrat Abdullah bin Ummi Maktoum radiallahu anhuma. And these young men, Khalad, Mu'awwad, Mu'adh, Abdurrahman, and they had another friend, another friend Mu'adh bin Jabal. Anhum, they would always join wonderful company, pious company, good company. The best thing we can teach our children is to keep good company. Allah's Nabi وسلم, was asked about the company that we should keep. Allah's Nabi وسلم, said, Man ruyatuhu, He who, on seeing him and her, seeing that individual reminds us of Allah, that is the company we should keep. And when that individual speaks, that increases us in good deeds. And when that person does good deeds, it reminds us and conscientizes us of the hereafter. This is the answer, the response the Janabi Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa gave when asked which company we should keep. Allah's Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa gave another, another analogy, an example. The example of good company, a bad company. Allah's Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa said, like that of a perfume merchant. Sitting in a store where beautiful, expensive perfume is being sold. Sitting in that company is so enjoyable. We can purchase perfume or we can uh, get some, sometimes some scent for free. Or sometimes just sitting there. Maybe we didn't get anything, but the scent is so wonderful and enjoyable. What it means is sitting in pious company is the same. Sometimes the pious person will just give us advice. You know, by the way, we'll pick up such interesting points that will help us throughout our life. And sometimes purchasing perfume would mean that pious people will advise us how to utilize our money, which kitabs to, to study, what to do, in which avenue should we utilize the money we have. And thirdly, sometimes just sitting with good people. It has such an inspiration and such a good influence it has. It's like just getting the scent of, of, of the beautiful fragrance in a perfume merchant, merchant store. Then the beloved of Allah وسلم, said, and the blacksmith, just sitting there, he's busy with his steel, he's busy working with steel, and he's busy working, working with dif different material. Sitting there, either one's body will get burnt or injured, or his uh, clothes will get burnt, or just sitting there, the foul stench and smell is sometimes unbearable. What does this mean is bad company is such burning the body is an analysis of saying meaning that one's aqidah would be affected because his body means one's core, one's defense, one's belief structure. Bad company will negatively affect a person and one's clothes means one's character and good deeds will be maimed. Quran speaks of thiyabaka fatahir. One of the tafsirs here, when Allah speaks to His beloved sallallahu alaihi wasallam, the one meaning of thiyab means character. Purify your character 
Allah Ta'ala is teaching His beloved وسلم, in turn to teach humanity that one's character should be purified and cleansed. And the other meaning of thiyab is one's clothing, meaning one's good deeds. So in sitting in such bad company, one's deeds will be affected. One won't be able to perform their salah. One, one will no longer wake up for tahajjud or spend time in tilawah of the Qur'an because of the negativity of bad company. Otherwise, just a foul stench because Allah Ta'ala's curses befall someone, it would affect those around. Allah Ta'ala save us. May Allah Ta'ala make us of those who will inspire others in a positive manner and save us from taking effect from others negatively in a negative manner. So these three, these men, these sahaba, these four, with their friend Mu'ad bin Jabal, would join Hazrat Mus'ab bin Umair radiallahu And whatever they learned, they would teach their mother Hind binti Amr. But the children's worry and their mother's worry was our father must get hidayah. And their father's name was Hazrat Amr bin Jamuh. He was famously that sahabi who was severely lame. He was, he was crippled and he was lame. In Arabic, the word for that is A'raj. A'raj, shadeed al-A'raj. He found great difficulty in walking. His one foot was functional. 